All right. Welcome back to Fantastic Pains and How We Hide Them. And I'm not Chris. And I'm not Karina. And I'm busy. But we're here together. Like always. Like always. What are we here to talk about today? What, what's the, the key topic? We have our special guest with us today. Take two. The better version. It's yes. Cool. New outfit. We're New here. outfit. Fit check. Better now. Gray shirt. Pants. That, that was the problem, really. Was it the was. Outfits. Yeah. We we're, we're displeased. So uh, this is take two. We're doing it again, but only better. <laughs> so as we're expanding, uh, we want to talk about some more invisible experiences. And to kind of cap off Pride Month, as today is the very last day, if you're watching us when we come out, um, we're going to be talking about the trans experience. Are you guys coming out too? I don't. I'd have to like do some digging I could to do put it. a label to it. I don't fucking know. Oh, that's fair. I like Valid. I could do people. it, but I, I just, I don't think anyone would care. <laughs> yes, we care. Okay. Yeah, y'all should talk about you too. I saw the cutest coming out video the other day of the this woman with her brother. And she was, she tells him and he just like hugs her and he's like, congratulations, congratulations. It Aww. was just, oh, my heart melted. It was so cute. No joke. So, so cute. She was like. And, uh, the religious experience just hurts my heart. And she was just like, you know how in church they say that the Heavenly Father loves everybody no matter what? And she's like starting to cry. And he's like, yeah, I, I understand. Like, you're okay. You don't have to cry. She goes, I like girls. <laughs> and she just starts sobbing. Oh, so and he just grabs and her wholesome. and congratulates her. It was very, very cute. So good. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking to the mic. Yeah, so now you can hear the difference. Yeah, I know. I should probably actually move it closer because I keep leaning back. Yeah, we got some new stuff. We're we moving up in the world. And we're still getting more, like at the end of the month, I yeah. think. We'll get an another one of these microphones and oh, another stand. Fabulous. So they'll all be the same. Yeah, It'll yeah. It'll be way easier. Uh-huh. It'll be awesome. So how are we going to start off today? Let's do the weekly recap. It's time for the weekly recap. Do you want to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Um, I had a week. Um, it started like on the Monday. <laughs> uh, then Tuesday happened. Um, then I don't remember if we had a Wednesday, but Thursday definitely happened. <laughs> I, I just don't remember what all. There I, were days. It was a painful week. It really was. I fucked up my hip. I fucked it up more. And now I regret life. Is it being affected because of the heat wave right now? Uh that and I tried to do things that I shouldn't have. Yeah. My grandfather was working on the garden and I was like, I can help. Oh, no. And I bent and over bent and it over. crunched. There was a, a crunch and then it's yeah. been really sensitive since. Yep. I'm sorry. <sighs> it was bad of me. But you made an appointment. I did. Like a grown up. <laughs> like a full grown grown up. I, I have an appointment. Accountability. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that was it. Yeah. How was your week? My week was kind of hellish like yeah <laughs> i'm right there with so you. i had actually so it was a really busy week so i started off i had massage which was really good but really painful and i felt that for a couple days i'm still feeling it actually which is not great but my like pelvis is trying to twist itself to the center so it's like <laughs> everything's grabbing hold and just crunching up it's just awful so we're working on that and then I had PT, and that was good because they were like, you're done, you're good to go, um, hips 
fixed. Hooray. Yay. Um, and then we're scheduled for another PT appointment next week um, to talk about the abdominal adhesions and oh, the chronic yeah, yeah. pain stuff. So, <laughs> and that was fun because she was like, you're going to need this waiver. And if you want a chaperone, because we might have to like, you know, from the inside. And I was like, I don't care. I don't. <laughs> Literally, do not care. You're you're fine. We could do it now. I, no fucks given. Yeah. I don't care. And then I got back in with personal training, and that was great. Uh, and a lot of work. <laughs> and I have exertion bruises. Yeah, you do. <laughs> on my abs, which is fun. Just proof that you were working out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's just been a busy week, and then again, painful. Like, I felt whatever system is coming in now, yep. like, two days ago. We both were yeah. just dying. It was bad. It was so bad that we got the uh, retrocollis on video. Yeah. There's proof of you being a problem. And I hate that that exists. And so I had to send it to to you so that... It's out there. <laughs> it's out there. You can't just like, delete it. I can't just make it disappear now. Yeah. We also <laughs> launched the TikTok this week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a big deal. And that's been a lot of fun. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of just sitting around and editing little clips together. So we think we're very funny. They are. Go watch it. <laughs> Most of them are. Some Love yourself. Really. What is it? There you go. We're just fantastic pains at TikTok. Yep. Okay, perfect. Is it yeah. any like capitals? Is that how TikTok works? I'm uh, 90. No, no you just things. search fantastic pains. Yeah, we're perfect. there. We'll be One there. Word. Yeah. It's great fun. Call us and we'll be there. <laughs> it's our silliness. <laughs> and then we'll start putting up some uh, more serious things as we go. Yeah. We'll make some compilations for you. How was your week, Fizzy? Um, it was. It was. I gotta get close to the mic. <laughs> close to the mic. There we go. Um, I don't know. Do we want to talk about Kaiser? Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. Get into it. I mean, my week was actually pretty okay. I feel. I feel bad that it's like that. You're like, oh, my week was terrible. It's been oh, rough. No. My body's falling <laughs> apart. And I'm just good. like, mine's all right, actually. Um, I, I feel the same, though. On week that she's like, oh, it was really rough. I'm like, yeah, it was so rough. Yeah. Was really, I didn't have a good week. I had, beginning of the week, it was pretty bad. Beginning of the week, I have uh, what started out as, I think, wrist pain and then kind of like wrist and elbow and then shoulder. And now it's just like my whole arm does stuff mm. that it shouldn't be. Well, um, it was like numb at one point, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. So it's got, I've got like weird nerve pain going down so I'm like i've got like pain he here i've got pain like running here and now i've got like pain here and like here mm. and like right yeah that sounds like a trapped there. nerve yeah so and that's kind of what the nurse was saying she's like poking at me like does this hurt does that can you hear me now can you hear me now <laughs> um yeah so we scheduled a bunch of stuff and i had an x-ray done and the x-ray guy was an absolute delight <laughs> i went down there and he <laughs> First off, I guess my card was I had like two Kaiser cards apparently yeah. and like one had the wrong number and he was like, you got to go to the front desk and get this shredded because somebody who doesn't like isn't as experienced as I am won't know how to deal with this if the computer messes up and they'd have to totally restart the system. And I was like, OK, no. um, clearly you found it. So it's not that big of an issue. Right. But, so I went and got the a little temporary car and I came back and he was like, all right, we got to get you back quick because the next person like actually has something going on. Oh and I was gosh. like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so we went back and he was like speed walking to the back. I had to follow him. It was like quick. Oh, I hate when they do that. Yeah. So it was very quick walking. We get yeah. back there. He's like, okay, stand here, do this. And he like runs literally like running. This man also has like no hair on the back of his head, like monk <laughs> style. And the rest is like all fuzzy. So he looks very like mad scientist. Oh, nice. Oh my gosh. To call out this specific man at Kaiser. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, he like runs back. He like presses some buttons, and then he runs back out, and he starts like slapping the side of the machine, and he's like mm-hmm. state of the art, start, or state of the art like imaging machine. But you know, sometimes you just gotta slap it. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I feel safe. So he goes back. <laughs> he like keeps doing stuff. He's like, okay, move, 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 do this, and then he like has me go somewhere else and he's like okay can you do like this with your shoulder mm. and i did it and i was like yeah i can do it he's like oh okay cool if you actually had pain you wouldn't be able to do that that's why i asked classic <laughs> like, that's the worst nice, and nice. you're like hi we deal with chronic pain so yeah it was just it was a whole thing it was so mentally uh, it was a mental roller coaster because the nurse like i went in with this pain and i'm so used to going in with pains and things mm-hmm. and doctors being like well don't know sorry you're just yep. lose weight diet drink water <laughs> exercise more and you know it's your it's a you problem and we can't help you even though that's our job um so for this nurse to be so supportive and sweet and be like yeah let me schedule schedule an x-ray schedule like an ekg we'll get you fixed yeah it was like i was a little disarmed and then it put me in a very good mood to then have to deal with this right the whiplash yeah yeah yeah. um so it it was just a lot but anyway to summers that was that was the big thing this week Jesus. Doctors are fun. Yeah. And it's it's so hit or miss. Right now, um, my husband's dealing with drop foot. So he... What is that? He injured the nerve in here. <clears throat> so essentially, it's like in the shin and it runs up into the knee. Um, but essentially, he can't lift his foot. Oh. It's numb and he can't lift it. And so he went uh, into Kaiser and I'm not sure what is going on. Oh, yeah. I'm really not sure what's going on, but I'm like, I think I need to go with you next time. Just because I think they're walking all over him and being ridiculous. He needs ridiculous. an accountability buddy. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know what is going on here. Um, but his PCP, who is not a neurologist, told him that he severed it. And I was like, he, he can't know that. And then he was like, it's inoperable. And I was like, he also can't know that. And so, yeah, so... <laughs> they're sending him to a neurologist which is good but i had to like deal with the freak out because i'm like yeah. they can't know that he doesn't know yeah they didn't do images did they no so they yeah it's just yeah a wild like, assumption. This, is, this is him drawing conclusions and being annoyed and being ridiculous yeah but my poor husband was freaking out because he's like yeah. this could be like this forever and then i couldn't play soccer and i couldn't play hockey and not true all this stuff he, he could do it it just wouldn't go well Right. Well, and I think he could adapt. He's pretty good at adapting. I think what we should do is just cut his leg off. <laughs> we'll just like get yeah, where the nerve is, and then you put the thing. Yeah. It, yeah. I'm, he'd learn how to be good again, and we there could you go. make a movie out of it. Like, <laughs> like this touching story: a man who pinched a nerve once and cut his own leg off became such a good soccer player. You could sell the script to Netflix. It'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And then I can back talk it, be like, oh, I never read. It wasn't like that when I wrote it. Fuck them. Netflix is evil. Because, <laughs> you know, start drama for no reason. Right. Especially know. with Netflix. Right. Netflix is apparently actually pretty good about that kind of stuff. In my story, they're not. Okay, perfect. <laughs> they're monsters. You're ruining. This will be the first story where it's people are like confrontational about it. So it'll be good. It'll get oh, more yeah, drama. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, there's more appeal. And then we'll make a movie about <laughs> fighting with Netflix. <laughs> we'll make a documentary about yeah. fighting uh, with Netflix. On Netflix. And then release it on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's how most like big it's YouTubers perfect. who have like millions of views yeah. every time they post something or say a word. I feel like that's how they got there. Mm-hmm. It's just like everything is a story. Everything is yeah. drama. Yeah. See, you guys just hype it, hype it, hype it, hype it. Yeah, but we don't like drama. It's so draining. It's yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't have enough students for that. I can't, I can't get riled up about most things. (laughs) Like it just takes so much energy. I don't have any. Mm -hmm. It doesn't exist. Fair. Yeah. 
Ugh. So, do you want to give some background on Vizzy and why they're here? Why, why Vizzy's here? Yeah, why am I here, Chris? <laughs> because you're mentally ill. Because <laughs> I'm mentally ill. It's still the best. It's so good. Well, you have chronic pain. True. You're trans, yep. which means you have all sorts of fun mental things that you had to go through. I, think I thought you were just going to end after mental things. Just, just you're like, still oh, kind of mental. Tell me about it. <laughs> no, there's, there's a lot of invisible. Yeah. A yeah. lot of visible, invisible aspects yeah. to it. I'm here because I'm gay. So gay. Yeah. <laughs> we're exploiting them <laughs> we just exploit people we don't actually get along with we anyone it's all smiles and we on the bring couch them in and they we're like, like do this yeah you're like do you ever want to see your family month. again <laughs> we're running out of time we need some time we got it's pride month we got to find a gay let's get one of them in find here we just found one we just found one on the street we just i was went walking out and by we were like and... we're looking for a gay you there small boy just any gay <laughs> would you like to join us <laughs> we have a podcast come on in we've got snacks <laughs> Yes. Uh. And that's exactly how it went down. And now I'm here. Hi. You were like, I have a rainbow sticker. Oh Follow me into the van. Oh, no, no. Oh, <laughs> oh my oh. God. Too far. You don't tell them about the van. <laughs> you crossed a line. Oh, my God. The van was too much. Yeah. Everything else, though, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything else was just pretty normal up until then. <laughs> <laughs> background. Oh I can't give Vizzy's background though. No, I don't know enough about your background. I, well, you... I do actually know a lot about your background. <laughs> if I think about it, I'm like, actually, yeah, <laughs> you do. I can give it. That's fine. But you guys have been friends for a while. Yeah, it's been a couple minutes. A couple minutes. I'm trying to figure out what year it was because it's been years oh, and gosh. years and years. It has. I don't. I mean, I told you the story of how I was like. This happened two years ago, and Matt's like, "Honey, that was four yeah. months ago." So, I, like, <laughs> yeah. I could not tell you how long we've been friends. I don't know what time is. Time doesn't exist. It was, it was a Kaylee party. Oh, that's right. That's right. The the crying at the party. What is that March holiday? It's like not really. It's like an awful. Oh, it's for uh, cis people. It's for cis. Yeah, the cis people March holiday. Um, yes. What is it? St. Patrick's Day. Yes. There you yes. go. The green one. The I'm sure it means one. something in Europe, but here it's just yeah, for no. cis white people to drink it's green the beer. Green one. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. I just cried on Kaylee's couch for like three hours and then I went home. I was with my <laughs> abusive ex. And I was like, I like this person. Chris was like, vibe with that. And she's like, what? <laughs> that Why? Was Big mine. mood. <laughs> I'm just standing on the sidelines. Keep crying. Uh, you're doing so well you're doing you great this. honey we're friends now and i'm like okay you should work on that hi i'm busy we're, now. we're having soft tacos later uh no i'm glad you guys didn't entirely uh no know. kaylee and i both just instantly were like we're keeping this person we actually had a conversation about like oh we gotta make sure we invite Vizzy. Yeah, it's so strange. If you ever see someone crying at a party on a couch i don't know why you would decide just to be friends with them. them but like yeah maybe it'll turn out okay it did in this case. Yeah. That's good. So, yeah, I don't know what year that was, um, but we've been friends that long. Yeah. It's been years. Um, and that's how we met, I guess. That's it. That's yeah. our boring introduction. Boring. It was, you boring. know, horrible party. Lots of crying. Yeah. 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 There you go. All my best friends have bad intros to me, so it works. <laughs> oh, that's true. Well, and everyone yeah. either thought you hated them or they didn't like you to begin with, yeah, right? Yeah, Kaylee hated me. I was I was a mess. I was super <laughs> depressed. I was like coughing up blood. Ulcer, yeah. I was and I was depressed. Like I think it was right after Was it? It would have been the New Year's after high school. So to, like 
about when I was moving out of yeah. dad's house and things were getting really intense. Yeah. Yeah, I was not fun to be around. <laughs> Good times. And I didn't like Kaylee either. Oh my god. All I knew of, of Kaylee was that Kaylee was Rachel's best friend and uh -huh. we were both fighting over Rachel. And Kaylee sounded oh, like a preppy this. cheerleader. The way that yeah. Rachel like described her. So I was uh -huh. like, oh god, I don't have energy for this. <laughs> yeah. No. And now we're best friends, so. It worked out. Yeah. It's fine. All your friendships started in fire. They were yeah. in fire. Forged Except for fire. Jen. Jen just avoided me like the plague. <laughs> I was like, oh, I want to hang out with that girl. And she was like, too pretty, can't do it, and then left. And too then pretty, hung out with it. all my friends. Now they have two children. Yes, we do. <laughs> and they don't hang out with me either. <laughs> That's a lie. That's Bro true. day all day. Yeah, they true. love you. They're, they made good children. They're yeah. the best children. They're good babies. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we've known each other for a long time. We've done yeah. conventions together. That's true, yeah. I we went we... to San Jose. Oh, that's right, yeah. I love that all my friends remember more things about conventions than I do, <laughs> do because I like. Well, you go barely... to everyone. I well, get to go I'm to sure like. I'm sure they blur. Yeah, I was like, I'm barely conscious for most together. of these things because I'm so exhausted from mm -hmm. overworking. Which, yeah. yeah, oh man. No, oh, and that reminds me, Fizzy actually drew our channel art. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's our true. Band. I made the, the, banner. the banner and the end scene on the TikToks, like yeah, the fantastic paint that we love so much. Well, you made that. I just added to it. I just put the logo over. Yeah, you made it. Shaped it. I just like it's threw theft. some shapes at you. It's like I'm a dev art artist. Like I'm just gonna take this and then kind of change it. It's fine. <laughs> and then call it my own. I did this. I mean, legally, you only need to change something. I think like thirty percent. Really? Yeah. And then you can call it your own. Huh, really or say that the artist. intent wow. is different. So because it's being used not as a banner anymore, I don't know. Oh you yeah. Could, you could argue it. Well, it's like how people buy like. Let's get into a lawsuit and figure uh, this out. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's like people buy art at like Goodwill. And then they alter it and then yeah. sell it. Mm, yeah. Alter it, turn around and sell it. There mm. you go. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's me. I'm an artist also. And a teacher. Yes. And a teacher. Yep. And, and a, a an trans. awesome person. <laughs> and, a of, trans. and a trans. And a trans. I got to keep that joke in here. It was so good. <laughs> one of them. One of them. <laughs> um, one of them gays. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's it. That's me. Period. 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 The end. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I'm looking at like trying to sneak a peek at the list. Is he back? Are you trying to segue? Don't we don't segue here. <laughs> don't seg no, I just want to know what else to say. Um, when background. did you come out to Chris, or in general? Oh, I mean, Chris was there for like the whole process because it definitely wasn't very much like a. By the way, I'm I'm gay. It wasn't an autumn. <laughs> anyway. Uh. He's a little bitter. Autumn, if you're listening, Chris has feelings about this. I still love you, but. I mean, come on. Could have loved you sooner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, yeah, but because we knew each other. God, it must it, have been a long time ago. Yeah. That that party was. Yeah. Well, so at the time I did technically consider myself, I identified as I was non-binary, mm -hmm. um, but I hadn't like visibly done anything about it. Yeah, no. I hadn't changed myself. I was just cool with being me and how i was at the time mm -hmm. um so chris was there for like the whole process of it yeah i guess that's another thing hi i'm also non-binary i'm trans and non-binary is how yep. i those are the labels that i choose to use for myself that i feel like work the most um so now i should have probably i should probably explain that this time oh yeah um, we can okay so <laughs> let me let's give some vocab real quick so trans is just if someone is trans it just means that they are not the gender that they were assigned at birth um, whatever sex was written down on your birth certificate, it's not that anymore. It's something else. That's trans. Um, 
the opposite of that would then be cis. So if you're cis, which a lot of people think cis is an insult. Oh, um, yeah. And it's not. It's just No, it just means that you identify the same way that you were marked mm-hmm. at birth. Right. It's just not trans. It's just yeah. opposites. Um, and then non-binary, at least for me, because that definition is a lot more fluid than other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but non-binary... In, in this case, um, is more just like if we picture the spectrum of gender, gender is a spectrum. It's like mm-hmm. you get like pink on one side and blue on the other, right? Um, you got like hyper feminine, hyper masculine. For me, it's more like I'm kind of more in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, if we think in terms of color of like pink and blue, I'm like a periwinkle. Um, mm-hmm. As an artist, that's what I. It's perfect. Yeah, that's my gender color. Um, it's not a thing. I just made that up, but feel free to take it. There you go. Um, <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> You always feel like you got to defend yourself for people who right. don't, you know, when you're explaining stuff to people who don't understand or who are like new to the, all of this. And then you start throwing in like fun vocabulary. They start taking you very seriously. And then it like it turns to like people then don't want to take you seriously. Yeah. And the other right. things you're saying seriously. Right. So I feel like I've got to like disclaimer everything. Fair. Um, I know I don't have to, but yeah. So I'm non-binary. Um, and that process kind of started. It, in the, po- in the point where I started like enforcing it and being like, hey, actually it does kind of hurt. Please use they, them pronouns for me. And like talking about it more and starting on hormones and mm-hmm. getting surgery, all of that kind of happened during my friendship mm-hmm. with Chris. So it was more just like talking to him about it and explaining things. Yeah, we would do and, like catch up. Yeah, yeah. See like what's going on. And- yeah, and I just kind of explain like how I'm feeling about things mm-hmm. and how it's working, how it's playing out for me. And yeah, yeah. so you if were there If we have for- to hide you away. <laughs> Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. What a journey. Yeah. So you were there for like the whole thing. Yep. Now, so what was the process like? Because you I know we've talked a little bit about it um, as this kind of discovery of identity. So what was that discovery process like for you? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. So when I was like very, very tiny, <laughs> going back to my childhood, um, I definitely didn't identify with the gender that I was given. And it was like, it's like a gift someone gives you and you're like, oh, thanks. I don't want this. <laughs> yeah. An <Thank> avocado. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it's a potato. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I definitely didn't really vibe with that, but it was yeah. like, all right, I'll try it, I guess. I mean, that's what I'm supposed to do. Um, well, yeah, especially when you're a kid. Just sure. Okay. You, you know. Yeah, it's like, I guess this is how it works. And I don't know how things work as I am seven. So, okay, I'll just go with what you say. Right. Um, so you tried it, you know, in high school, I kept trying it and still was just like, I tried different avenues. It's like, maybe I want to be like hyper feminine. Maybe I want to be hyper masculine. Oop, I'm bumping the mic. Um, <laughs> so I just, you know, I tried different things and explored things. Nothing really fit. And then, though everyone kind of hates this, um, I don't care. Uh, I was on tumblr in like 29 2009 2010 damn um yeah. so i was still in high school uh, oh i just aged myself you did <laughs> i gave that away <laughs> um oh well i'm old so uh, oh, get knocked it. around less yeah that's fair i don't know that's it no that's good matter. i talk with my hands yeah i, I, the, I hit mine all the time the the yeah right i need the floppy space airspace um floppy <laughs> airspace floppy airspace <laughs> <laughs> perfect yeah so okay um yeah i found was on tumblr during yeah. that time period and saw the word non-binary 
And I was like, well, what is that? And I saw the definition and I saw people using it and how they were expressing themselves with that term and playing with it and playing with gender. And I was just like, whoa, that's it. I'd never found something before that like just made sense. And once I had that definition and found that word and was able to add that vocabulary into my vernacular, it was like, oh, that makes so much more sense. Everything just falls into place. And then it was just more learning about myself and reassessing everything I've gone through up till this point through that new lens of that term. And it was just like, oh yeah, nope, that checks, that checks, that checks. Kind of like getting a diagnosis yeah, I was for yourself. I was about to say yeah. exactly the same thing. I was like, it's like that, um, it is. It's that moment of like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what that is. Right. Yeah. Because we were like, oh, Marfans, that doesn't sound right. Right. You're like, it's close, it's but not, not quite. quite. Yeah. yeah. And then you find it and you're like, oh my God. It exists. This is it. And this yeah. is the thing and it checks all the boxes. Yeah. Yeah. I know we were saying this during our last recording, but like so many things, like, yes, I've got chronic pain, but it's not as much of my identity and my personhood as it is for like you guys. Right. And, but there's so many things just listening to the podcast that are so validating listening. And it's like, Oh, there's so many topics that are tangential within so many different yeah. communities. Mm -hmm. And even if you aren't, even if you don't have EDS, you can still relate to so many things on this podcast, which is why I keep recommending it to everyone. It's Good. like, right. If you well, are any, if you are a human, you should listen to this podcast because you can feel validated and you can feel connected to these people because of what they're going through in their experiences, even if you don't have the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's exactly why we wanted to expand. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll make kind it of more our reach obvious. and like letting like, the people know that we're, Right. not just about EDS. Right. Because the first ones were, they were just, yeah. hey, EDS it was, time. It was like our background yeah. and how we experience the world and some, like, here's our lens. Yeah. And then we want to open that lens up and really get to know different points of view and find all of those common points. Because there are, there's so many of them yeah. all over the place where we're like, these are completely different conditions or completely different life experiences that have these parallels mm -hmm. and um just points of meeting where we all can come together and really understand each other oh yeah yeah so yeah it's been great listening to this so far Good. um Good. yeah so that's i guess that's kind of that kind of answers the question that's kind of my yeah. experience with it mm -hmm. and awesome. chris's part in it yay i was a part of it you were i've been a part of several journeys actually yeah mm -hmm. yeah like my friend aaron shout out to aaron with the cute voice <laughs> I can't help it. It's a beautiful voice. I'm jealous. <laughs> Did I tell you about that? I don't know. Um, so I didn't realize that Erin was getting voice surgery to make her voice higher. Oh, okay. I didn't know about it at all. So I was, one day I was like, I haven't talked to Erin. I'm going to reach out and talk to her. So we were talking about something and uh, she was like, well, surgery went well. And I was like, what surgery? What are you talking about? She was like, oh, I did voice surgery a few weeks ago. I'm two weeks out from the surgery. And I was like, oh, cool. Can I hear your voice? And she was like, sure, I think. <laughs> Little did I know that she hadn't tried talking yet. So oh on, a, on a Discord call was the first time she was really talking, and I got to hear it. That's so cool. And it was awesome. That's my favorite. That's awesome. That's so good. Well, and it's so interesting when we talk about like identity as a whole, because you and I have a totally different perspective on identity. Um, and like we've talked about, like part of it is, I think, being mixed kids and part of it was just that we like didn't really care to explore it. Yeah. yeah. Like we talk about a lot. We're like, if we were going to explore gender identity, it's probably not straight. <laughs> Let's be honest here. But I've never dug any further than that. I mean, but so long as you're comfortable where you are, 
probably not straight is a perfectly good identity. Right. Like, yeah. It's okay. As long as if you, you know, you don't have to go on like some big journey or adventure. It doesn't have to be some big like epic quest, right? If you are comfortable where you are and you don't feel the need to question it, then that's okay. Well, and maybe like, you'll get there and maybe you won't and both are okay. I, I'd never thought about it until I met you. Yeah. And then you, we were talking about pansexuality and I was mm-hmm. like, that sounds very familiar. Yeah. <laughs> like, that just makes sense to me. Yeah. Well, and it was, it's interesting because, like, I don't know. I think part of being chronically ill is like you're more prone to showing up as you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you just don't have the energy to fake it for people. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> like, we do enough masking as it is that we don't have that energy to give away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I feel like that's why there's so much overlap in the two communities. Yeah. Which then people look at and they're like, they make other assumptions about it, but it's like, I think it really is just that. I think it, that's yeah. a huge part of it. Yeah. Cause you're like, you, I don't have the energy to fake it for anybody. No. <laughs> and it's been interesting. Cause my husband, our whole time together, we would like be sitting at a table and be like, Oh my gosh, look at that girl. She's super pretty. <laughs> like, and both of us back and forth. And we would go to strip clubs together yeah. and have a great time. And like, <laughs> like I've never felt the need to question it or, to I guess answer it for myself or for anybody because I've never questioned it mm-hmm. um, and I don't think I've had anybody else question it because I just am very forthright with like oh yeah this is how I feel about stuff the the, the woman's body is absolutely gorgeous I'm going to look <laughs> there we go <laughs> oh do you remember that guy in San Jose that like started flirting with me oh Which and you one? blush every okay. time it's so oh cute. my god his eyes were beautiful so though cute. Oh, I thought that was in, I thought that was here yeah. at Coaf. No, it was, I was feeling really shitty too. I was having like a really bad time. Oh no, wait, wait. Okay. I think I remember. And, and you were working on a commission and Kaylee had stepped away. And so I was manning the booth mm. and he, he just, he came up and he was like, Ooh, nice art. And he would not stop making constant eye contact yes, with me. And I was yes. like, I, I can't, I can't. I looked at you. I was like, I can't. It's cause you're He's so too cute. Pretty. Chris is my booth babe. Whenever I go to conventions. Yeah. If I ever need someone to be adorable for me, it's Chris. It's true. I'll do it. Happily. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I'll flirt with all the people. Do it. <laughs> it's great. As long as it gets commissions. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm about. It's just about the money. It's just about the money. False. It's about making Chris blush. <laughs> it's not hard. You could say the word cute and I'll blush and I hate it. Yeah, it's adorable. No, it's not. Stop it or I'm going to punch you. I have a glass bottle. I am in between you, so please don't. You're lucky. (laughs) Next time. Safe this time. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to just have guests for the rest of forever (laughs) so that I will be protected. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's interesting when we talk about like labels because. I learned a lot from our conversation before and kind of being able to be more comfortable using them and understanding the use of them as a tool mm-hmm. yeah. because I don't like, uh, I had a really hard time with labels in general because I didn't like having to condense myself into a word or two words. Um, and like I said, I think it comes partially from being mixed and being mixed kids. We weren't allowed to claim one thing or the other and we've got so much in play they were like, I don't know. I'm a mutt. There we yeah. go. I'm not anything. And I'm also everything. <laughs> There's so much intersectionality that you feel like there isn't one specific mm-hmm. label that fits you best right. to describe you. So you're like, I don't like this whole system because it clearly wasn't made for me. Exactly. And I'm like, and I don't. And I just, for me, I feel like 
we've lost sight of what labels were meant to be mm-hmm. and now it's divisive and used to separate people instead of like yeah ha- using it as a tool to educate others and teach them how you function and how to interact with you and how best to meet you where you are um and now it's just it feels separating like it feels like barriers mm-hmm. um but i think talking to you i've gotten more comfortable using them in general and understanding that yeah they they're good tools yeah right. they're good tools for the purpose yeah labels are they're okay for you but they're more for other people because right. everyone's identity is a story and so summarizing it into one little word or even multiple little words doesn't always work like it's not it's not going to be give you it's not going to paint a clear picture of that right. person's history or summary of who they are right so the label is yeah it's really just a tool to use to tell other people how to interact with you right how to like make your life a little easier yeah so then are you more comfortable being called disabled or does that still I mean, for other people's sake because here's the thing for new people like like, say you met someone new i don't think i would introduce myself that way no that's like because and here's the thing is like like you said we're we are fluid right like I think of myself as a verb. <laughs> like I it's am true. being, I am doing, I am learning, I am like yeah. I am a verb. So applying labels in an educational way makes sense to me because I'm like this I can use these things to teach other people. Yeah. Um but yeah, like applying them to myself has been a struggle forever. And then also like labels between yourself and the body because mm-hmm. for for us we can't be the body right we cannot identify as the body if we were the body we couldn't function so i can give labels to the body and that feels fine and that's passive mm-hmm. so i'm like the body is broken i'm not broken the body is broken um but yeah no i don't know but it's not a part of who you are as a person you don't right. identify with that label no and that's fine you can be something and not click with the label or the group surrounding it either Mm -hmm. also because it then informs other people of how to interact with you Mm -hmm. and when you tell people like hi i'm trans or hi i'm disabled they then automatically jump into their assumption like all of their next assumptions about you will be based on that one word you've given them Mm -hmm. and you don't want to color their perspective of you just yet you want you want them to know you for the story rather than the the summary right exactly well and that's the thing is like i I think I never cared about labels because I was like, my everything is other people's problem. The way I show up in the world is not my problem. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad, but like my face, not my problem. That's other people's problem. <laughs> I only have to look at me if I want to. Yeah. That's. Well, and that's what I was explaining to Vizzy when we first started talking. When I was like, so explain pansexuality to me because like this is interesting we were talking, I was like, I've never thought about labeling. Like that just wasn't a thing for me or you, like growing up the way we did. Right. Well, and I had like, when I was a kid and I had horrible haircuts because my mother hated me. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Kids would ask me, are you a boy or a girl? And it hurt my feelings for a little while. And then I was like, you know what? I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) I do not care. You can call me whatever you need to call me. I don't care. Must have been intimidating. You always had like bandages on you, or you just looked like a scary badass. That's probably why. Like, should I be afraid of you? Or the answer is always yes. <laughs> always be afraid. Yeah, I love that. That actually reminds me. I have a lot of kids as a teacher who will ask me the same question. It's like, the, are you uh-huh. a boy or a girl? Yeah. And I worked at 
an elementary school for a long time. This is my, my story to prove that gender is a construct yeah. and nothing is real. Um, I worked in elementary school for like four years um, as a para. And so I worked with, for the most part, I worked with one class and just kind of moved up with them in, in grades. So oh, they got cool. to know me to really well. Yeah. Oh, so I went from awesome. third grade to fourth grade to fifth grade with them. And in fifth grade, um, they kind of stopped asking. I actually, I wasn't out at work. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, my head like colored hair and uh, dressed kind of androgynously. Yeah. Um, and just that alone, the parents were complaining to the prof- the principal that I was a bad influence on their <sighs> kids. Um, That's so icky. Yeah. That so I knew I couldn't come out at work. It was definitely like not you safe. You can't exist. Yeah. Well, and it depends on where you're working too, because mm-hmm. different neighborhoods and different communities will have totally different conceptions about yeah. what is good or normal. And Acceptable. there's a whole lot to unpack. Yeah. 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 There's a whole lot to. Get My husband actually, he, when he was a para, he got in trouble. Uh, one of the parents complained because his coat was camo. Huh. What did they think that meant? Why was it? Oh, bad? they just couldn't well, see him. No, they they were. <laughs> it was like that he, um, it it was something along the lines of like being a shooter, right? Basically, oh. was what it was. Huh. And the parent complained, and he. See, got I thought you were going to say his hair was too long. <clears throat> well, that like the combo, yeah. the yeah. combination of it all. Yeah. He's got beautiful so, long hair. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Anyway, so I was in. I'll get back on track. Oh yeah, my kids are in fifth grade. No, no, you're fine. I'm sorry, I said anyway as if it was like a getting back to my story. But like, it's I just, just was a, like hop off the track. No, it's good. That's how that's we're on a podcast. That's how this works. That's yeah. the whole thing. Um, so okay, now so I was in yeah, I was I was in fifth grade. My kids were in fifth grade at that point in time, and the new kid came in, and this kid was like clearly trying to be a bully, um, and my kids knew me at that point in time and so they were very comfortable with gender as a concept uh-huh. even though I hadn't talked to them about it and just my presence and my existence around yeah. them for so many years they were just like oh okay um you're kind of like one kid actually told me that I'm kind of like a boy and a girl mixed together and so it's like they, they got the concepts mm-hmm. even yeah. though I didn't say absolutely anything to them because I couldn't mm-hmm. um so yeah so the new kid joined he was kind of a bully and he was like trying to like pick on me and was like just confused like he, he was aggressive his confusion was coming out in the form of aggression yeah okay um as many adults do um and so he was just very confused and the kids were just like not a big deal let me just explain it to you real quick and we can move on no big deal um or like he was trying to pick on one of my other kids during lunch because this boy it was like winter time and this boy had a pink scarf mm. and uh the he was like, you know, are you a girl? Why are you wearing this scarf? Why is it pink? Why do you have pink? And it's like, because that's what he has, man. But the other kids, like, before I could even get over there to talk to them, like, before I could even fu- run over to that table and be yeah. like, stop fighting, um, the kids were just like, it's okay for boys to like pink. It's not a big <laughs> deal. And like another, yeah, and like some girl at the table was like, oh, yeah, my my uncle sometimes wears dresses. Like, and everyone had their oh, own unique stories it. to share about gender queerness and yeah. like, gender well, ambiguity and so it was it was great because they shut it down immediately and then they just moved on and the kid was so like frustrated and stumped that he couldn't rile these kids up about gender it was great nice. well and the interesting thing is what we're learning is exposure is the key yeah and that's literally it the the earlier they're exposed to diversity the easier it is and the better they turn out and the better the outcomes are for everybody right because it's again everything is so tangential that it's yeah. like if they are more accepting and open of diverse experiences in one category in one mm-hmm. area then they're just generally more accepting of people in general yeah. and more accepting of new ideas and concepts so then when they get 
you know, upset about some new information. It's not scary and angry. Mm. It's just like, oh, it reminds me of this other thing I've learned about. And they're able to draw on previous right. experiences. And it's, yeah. it's great. Making people well-rounded. Right. Exactly. But well, and it's like parents that, have something to say about that. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's that critical <laughs> thinking piece, too, where. Yeah. And that's exactly it. Like, we know for a fact that that's how it is. And that's um, that's why I, as a SPED teacher, am always like integration is the key to yeah. everything from pre-k your special needs child should be with their peers because not only is it good for them but it's good for their peers yep. yeah and when you see them grow up with these same kids it's incredible because i spent years as a para mm-hmm. um working with the same kids year after year which was really cool and getting to see how the interactions with their classmates would evolve and how the kids and how quickly kids catch on to things yeah how quickly they catch on where they're like, okay, I'm adopting this into my sense of normal and they move on. But I feel like adults are so protective of this idea of normal. I don't understand why. (laughs) Like, I think we all get it because our lives are so changing Mm -hmm. all the time and we understand that everything is fluid, but people are so stuck in that like very rigid way of thinking. And I just don't get it. Yeah. If you haven't had to have a fluid experience in your life before that makes you question the things that you thought were previously like negative or associated with negative emotions because that's what you grew up with, mm-hmm. then you don't question it. It's like like me learning the vocabulary or Chris learning what pansexual means. It's like once you have the vocabulary, things can start to click. But until then, you don't you might not question it. And sometimes that can be really dangerous because then you put yourself and other people in stressful situations. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like potentially dangerous situations yeah well it's like when we talked about um how big corporations and companies handle like diversity trainings oh god yeah yeah. and it's just it's not good it's not good instead of being like hey people are people are people which i guess is how we think about things and we always have because our whole family is a spectrum Mm -hmm. so we're like we're all different colors (laughs) and we grew up with basically no culture (laughs) so (laughs) we're like humans are humans i don't know all people are all people i don't (laughs) why is this so hard to get (laughs) why can't we treat people kindly because it's not hurting anybody well do the trainings like end up to where you're just making a label and then you have to like that label well like you have to learn to label everybody they're really irritated yes so they're really big on the labels Mm -hmm. because they're like um they make you like claim your truth i think is what they say and they like when you speak at these things you have to like i as a white woman blah 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 and i'm like i as a mutt i think this is really stupid yeah and divisive and counterproductive because it's a show it's a show it's we're not doing anything to help the issue it's a show (laughs) so i'm like instead of going everybody show up as you are and if you don't like it too too bad it's not about you (laughs) the best diversity training is having someone else with you who has a different experience than Mm -hmm. you or an experience that maybe you're uncomfortable with Mm -hmm. and taking them out to lunch like getting to actually know someone getting to know more of that story Mm -hmm. rather than the labels is the best diversity training because then you actually have someone to like reference and ask questions with and it gives you more it's a frame of reference yeah I hate, but I hate diversity trainings. <laughs> I would like to add, though, please don't make it other people's 
responsibility to teach yeah. you constantly. Cause I know you, we've all had this experience <laughs> where we have to educate people continually yeah, and it doesn't stop. Right. <laughs> and it's exhausting. It is. It's terrible. And then, yeah, I mean, you're just constantly having to expend spoons on explaining yourself yeah. and uh, sticking up for yourself and being like, so here's why I deserve basic human decency. Um, please be kind. Um, and it's exhausting. It's like, I don't want to have to do that with every single person. And I know you guys have talked about it with doctors right. previously. Even There's another. People. Like, yeah. yeah. Just trying to d describe your situation. Right. Yeah. And not be like, oh, I have stretchy skin and. I, I can do this thing. It's cool and hip. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it's it's exhausting. Yeah. Well, and I get it like standing in line at the mm. grocery store and people are like, oh, what happened to your blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You're like, OK, here we go. I have Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. It's a connective <laughs> tissue disorder. It makes my stuff do stuff. Are you the flight attendant things. of EDS? Yes. If you check your thumbs. <laughs> uh, the exits are here, here, and he dislocate shoulder and right here. here. She just falls <laughs> into a puddle. <laughs> but that's how it is. Yeah, it's ridiculous. No, it's... Like you developed a, a script almost. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah. I know you really do. Like the second you started, you went into like this like customer service voice or like uh -huh. flight attendant voice. And it was like, oh, yes, I know that experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The quick summary version. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah hard That's with doctors crazy. explaining it to doctors is fun too oh, oh i bet because you guys i know you guys have that where it's yeah. like doctors don't get it and i have also have that experience where doctors look at me and they're like so do you do you, you know what do you what do you, what do you got going on there? <laughs> what are you about <laughs> and i tell them and then they're like oh okay so do you do this does this, does this happen do you how how is this going? Like you the have that right. Menstruation questions. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I was like, <laughs> oh, oh god. And I say, yeah. Jeez. Doctors are like, so do you have a period? And I'm like, no. And they're like, really? How or they come? they ask the question. They're like, when was the last time you had a period? And I'm like, I don't. And they're like, what? And I'm like, honey, <laughs> why not? All right, let me oh explain. God. Yeah. So it's just they don't know how this stuff works, and having to explain yourself to even people who should be trained exactly. who are it's trained professionals be. to take care of you they you know having to explain yourself to literally everyone is like on every step time yeah. every exhausting. person you meet right. too mm -hmm. it's gonna be like if you have to go to this person you then have to explain yeah. it again and then yeah over, and it's hard because it's like how much i have to assess like how much am i going to interact with you to the point where i have to like tell you about yeah. all of this yes. and then also how much do i like trust you with this information do you seem like a person mm -hmm. who would like try to use this against me do you seem like a person who could like misconstrue something i'm saying and then turn around and be like you know be transphobic about that like you know i have to be so careful you develop with everything different I say. scripts yeah and you're like which one well, you went, and you're two. testing the waters all yeah. the time yeah. like well so. exactly exactly i have a connective tissue disorder oh cool yeah it's eds <laughs> <laughs> or it's like oh yeah don't worry about it it's fine right it's like this is just how my body works it's fine don't worry about it yeah uh, you're yeah. right yeah. yeah that's a good way to put a different scripts yeah. for different people exactly because that's the thing is like you have to you have to just like gauge in an instant you're like how much information do you need right how much information can you handle how are you going to react to the information that i'm going to yes. give you are you because my problem is always like but are you going to coddle me are you going to ask me to like are you going to stop asking me to do my job mm -hmm. like are you going to stop expecting me to be on top of my stuff or are you going to look at me like i'm faking or like what yeah. what reaction am i expecting back yeah and, and that's, then oh go ahead deciding what script to go to poo <laughs> yeah yeah that actually i feel like i've got a loop here now i'm like 
maybe I'll maybe I'll keep this train of thought. We'll see. Um, but that ties like explaining yourself to people. I know you said earlier not to like please and you shouldn't please don't put the job of educating yourself on those marginalized people mm -hmm. um, or the people with different experiences like Google is great. Um, it is your friend, but like TikTok you talk also. Yeah, but that's you want to learn stuff. Go on TikTok and <laughs> do some learning. That's the thing, though, is that like, you know, we talked about previously, if you Google EDS, it's like, oh, you've got stretchy skin. Um, right. So like sometimes it is good to talk to people with those experiences. And that's why representation and right. exposure, like we were saying exposure. earlier, matters so much mm -hmm. because people need examples. They need good examples of what these diverse experiences look like so that they don't have to go asking the people and so that they don't have to say, oh, well, eventually look it up and then never, never do. actually do. Yeah. Or they look it up and they find that EDS is stretchy skin and they don't realize all of yeah. the things that come with that. There's like right. more a more diverse experience with this. Mm -hmm. Same with so many different things. Like right. there's you can't summarize that story. You have to talk to people with those experiences to get it, which is why we just need more uh, exposure. We need exactly. more examples. Yeah. In the world. Well, and we need more freedom of information and yeah. And that's the thing is like if we look at our culture <laughs> the, the fallback no. is always like <laughs> oh it's terrible the, the if the fallback's like oh it's unnatural no it is not like yeah. no it's not historically through human history no it is not yeah this well, has been a thing forever and then we messed it all up with religion <laughs> <laughs> sorry I'm pleading. Tell us how also, you really not feel. sorry, <laughs> but we did. We were like all of these things that were totally normal. We're gonna like bury it. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I was talking to a friend a couple days ago about this, and that like there isn't a lot of at least in like the trans world. There's not a lot of representation of queer culture or history because so much of it has been erased. Yeah, like the biggest. This is something I think a lot of people don't know is that one of the biggest. Um, and earliest modern um, like transition centers, medical centers, mm -hmm. was in Germany. And so people would move to Germany to get uh, surgeries. This was like early 1900s. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, people were talking about it. It was a whole thing. But like that, Germany became like the cultural hub for people to go to have surgery because that's where all the doctors were and that's where the center was. And that's where all the research was being done. Mm -hmm. And um, And yes, there's more examples of trans and non-binary people throughout history before that yeah but like as far as people today like i feel like the last hundred years is where we get a lot of our understanding of things yeah so yeah so anyway that was there and then world war ii happened and nazi germany decided that trans and gay people were also absolutely awful and should be included yeah. in what they were doing so that was all burned down and eliminated and then in the 80s we had the aids pandemic mm -hmm. and so many more people so many more gay and queer and trans people died because of that yeah. and so it's like the last hundred years of queer representation has just been wiped off the map and so then we don't have or any. stigmatized oh well 100 percent that that's mm -hmm. yeah yeah but yeah so it's like we don't even have like yeah there's a stigmatized version but then there's even less to look at yeah. there's less so it looks like it's more of a right non-existent like, thing yeah. it's like that's not really well, a thing where there's the like narrative. so few people that's the narrative where they're like, oh, this is it's a, it's trending. Yeah. Yeah. This it's is the new just, thing. It's trendy. Yeah. And it's new. And they're it's it's the youth. Like, no, it's the youth. this I has been forever. Right. I actually don't know what study it was, but I was talking to my mom about this recently and about trans people. And there's actually about as many trans people as there are people who have like the percentage is about the same as people who have red hair. Um, 
And it's like, but we don't, you know, we don't say that's super rare. That's right. still an option on like driver's license. Yeah. Um, but a lot of states don't have a trans or non-binary option on their driver's license. It's a whole right. process to get that changed. So um, it's pretty common. And then more recently, I saw a study that said, at least in younger people, and I think under the age of like 30 um, or 25, uh, one in six people know someone who identifies as LGBTQ. So it's yeah. just, it's more common because people are more common commonly seeing that they have those yeah. examples and they're able to express themselves without being uh, well and that's the guilt. thing it's it's yes exactly <laughs> that's the thing is that it's not it's like adhd or um autism where they're like oh it's on the rise no it's not on the rise yeah. it's being appropriately identified right we're understanding it more and people are more accepting of these things because we have that exposure right yeah. Well, and that's exactly it. Is I'm like, it's all exposure. And if we can expose ourselves to things that are uncomfortable, we can learn. And then they're not uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's why I love that saying. Um, what is it? Disturb the comfortable and comfort the disturbed. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I like that. I think it's art should is mm. the beginning of that. Right. But I like the concept of it where I'm like, let's shake up your perspective. Get uncomfortable. It is okay to be uncomfortable yeah. and we need to get used to that and like sit with it. If mm -hmm. it's uncomfortable right. for you, sit with it. Find out why. Yeah. Do some introspective learning. <laughs> like, go on a journey. Why does it make you feel that way? Yeah. <laughs> Peyote. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's always the answer. <laughs> Straight to peyote. Go on a journey. <laughs> oh my God. No, don't do that. <laughs> is it break time? Yeah, we I can take so. a break. All right, friends. Let's do it. Intermission. Welcome back. And we're here with Vizzy again. Still. Still here. Still. Again, sorry. still some more. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. <laughs> Not really. Yeah, no. And we have more topics to go over. We Indeed. Do. And questions, mm -hmm. if I can find them. <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> That'll be the trick. <laughs> Chris can find the questions. <laughs> can it be done? I'm doing well, it right now. We don't know. Just carry on without me. <laughs> so where did we leave off? Where did we leave oh, off? Oh, man. Um, we kind of, yeah. We were intersectionality. Talking about in, yeah, intersectionality <laughs> and exposure. That was the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so next... I know, right? On the list of things. We actually got a new idea based on questions that uh, somebody else was asking Chris. So mm -hmm. we got new topics to talk about now. Yes, yes. <laughs> yep, I'm pretty awesome. Just yeah. saying. You are. It's true. <laughs> so what would you say <laughs> about him. the idea that trans people just change? Um, so there's a couple of ways to look at it. Um, some people even including trans people are of the belief that it's like, no, no, I was like born this way. And I just discovered myself along the way of living. Um, I discovered something that clicked with me and that made more sense. And that's actually like my truth. Um, and then there's another way that's kind of more like people do change. Um, and like, as you progress throughout your life, you kind of realize more about yourself and you realize like, oh, this fits me. And then later on, maybe you're like, oh, that doesn't really fit me actually, or it doesn't fit me now, but it worked for me then. It just doesn't work for me now. And so I'm going to change again and experiment. Mm -hmm. um, 
And there's combinations of those two things too. So, I mean, it's not so much, it's not just like a flippant, like, oh, we're just changing. Um, it's a discovering. It's a like, I'm learning more about myself and learning what labels and what terms fit and I that I identify with and that I click with. Right. So, yeah, it's not so much of like, and it's usually a very long drawn out process. Like for the, for me personally, the point from like, when I realized I was non-binary to like discovering where that would take me, including like having surgery and starting on hormones. Um, that whole process took probably like three and a half, four years um, between like starting everything. But I also identified as non-binary long, long before I started like taking you know, hormones or had mm -hmm. surgery or anything. It was more just like a, this is what I'm comfortable with. This works for me right now. I am using they, them pronouns and this is what works. And then later mm -hmm. down the line, I'm like, actually, I think I kind of do want to have surgery because that would make me feel so much better about myself. So, yeah. Yeah. So you're kind of like building this outward reflection of who you are. Yeah. Making me feel more comfortable with me. Right. Yeah. And I think that makes sense. Like we've talked about like you're not your skin, but if you can make your skin as close to, I, I don't know, like, Go for sorry, it. <laughs> the thought that I'm having is having, it's, it's along that line of the labels, right? So presenting yourself in a way that you don't have to continually explain yourself over and over and over again. Yeah, that's, that's another part of it because a lot of this isn't something else that like everyone kind of struggles with like trans people struggle to really grapple with this idea and it's also hard for cis people to look at this and try to figure it out too because we don't know um i mean everyone does know they have like their own unique version of it but there's not like one general consensus so it's like i'm transitioning physically for me right but it also plays into how other people perceive me mm -hmm. and the response that I'm getting from other people. So it's it's hard because <laughs> it's like how much of it is which part? Yeah. How much of it is for me and how much of it is because of how other people perceive me? Right. Um, which then a lot of cis people or just people in general look at that and say, oh, you're transitioning for someone else. And it's like, uh... no, I'm not doing this for someone else. I'm doing it for me and to make myself feel comfortable as myself right. but it also does change how people perceive me that's right. also a side effect of it i mean this is kind of maybe a bad analogy but think of it as like uh well no actually that's a bad analogy just kidding cut that <laughs> <laughs> it's hard it's hard making comparisons too because then if like i was saying earlier if i say the wrong thing then it could be used mm -hmm. uh, right everything i say and... will and can and will be used against me yeah um and it could confuse people too. So I don't want to say the wrong thing, mm -hmm. um, totally throw someone off. But yeah, I think it's it's both. It's kind of a combination of like, I want to change for me, but there are some things that I'll do for other people even now. So, okay, to give an example, to help clarify some of this, um, there are some days that I wake up and I'm just like, I don't have the spoons to deal with shit today. Like mm -hmm. I am just going to dress very masculine, or very feminine, I'm going to pick a binary and enter that space and entirely encompass that so that I don't get questions from other people because I have to go out and do things today and interact with people. And so it's like, I don't have the spoons to constantly defend myself or just 
deal with weird looks or like people treating me totally different or weird because they don't get this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then I pick a binary thing and I act in that category while I'm out. Um, and it's draining to constantly be so aware of myself and my yeah. presence. Um, it's, it's like a, it's a different kind of masking. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 It's like when you choose to wear a brace. Exactly. Choosing um, to, to display. Your, yeah. Choosing your... to be visible in mm. one way or another. Yep. Just so that you can have that piece. Like yeah. today, I chose that I judgment. wanted to be normal, so I didn't bring my cane. There you go. It's like, I don't want people to look at me. I'm already wearing pink shoes. Right. And I still got stairs. Yeah. <laughs> but those pink shoes were rocking. I didn't see it, but I'm sure it was They're magical. fabulous. They're pink converse. Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah, he was telling me. But yeah, no, color. that makes sense. Yeah. It's like you make yourself visible one way or the other so that you can essentially protect yourself. Right. Yeah. It's more of a form of like how much, what do I, what can I deal with today mentally? Yeah. Oh, those shoes Defending are Defending your mental space. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that in that way, I do things for other people sometimes. But if I want to be like 100% comfortable with myself um, and I'm okay getting looks from people getting really judgy looks or having people avoid me or having people just that discomfort like i get that people aren't necessarily meaning to be rude mm -hmm. but a lot of times even when you have thoughts in your head um you emote those either yeah. through what you're doing or through how you look at people and i think people so many people don't realize just how much they're doing it because mm, yeah. i perceive all of it i promise you and i'm sure other people other trans and queer people that you're doing this to right. do the same thing. We perceive it. We know it. We just have to sit there and deal with it because there's no other way to go about this. We have to do things in the world and interact with people. So right. yeah, it's, yeah, that's kind of how I do it for other people. Right. Um, yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, every time we talk about these things, it's so baffling how similar those experiences yeah. really oh my God, are. Yeah. yeah. I yet, love that every time I have something, yeah, you guys yeah, you guys are like, like, oh, it's there, like this. There is something that you can relate it to. Right. Yeah. Well, it's like it's, we've always said that we, we feel like we have dysphoria, like we're yeah. in the wrong bodies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just broken. Yeah. <clears throat> Completely dis disconnected from it. So. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's exactly it. It's like we, yeah, it's like being trapped, right? It's that like we live inside a haunted house. <laughs> My yeah. body is a haunted house yep. and there's no exorcism that can be done and I can't move out. So yeah. we tried sage. Here we are. I'm going to just wrap <laughs> myself in it. Do you smoke it? <laughs> just oh, no. a giant... I'm going to turn myself into a cigar and just light it on fire. You're just oh, going to kill yourself. <laughs> I will be cleansed one way or the other. <laughs> cleansed through fire. So, <laughs> would you say that it's like dysphoria though that started when you decided that you wanted to start presenting differently? Um, yeah, dysphoria was a big part of it. And that's something that comes up a lot in trans spaces too. So for anyone who doesn't know what dysphoria means, it's just like an, a feeling of discomfort with your body in one form or another. Um, it's like not identifying with your body. And so, yeah, so it plays out in like physical illness spaces where mm -hmm. it's like, I, this is not me. Um, you know, I am not my body. My body's just doing, it's off doing its own thing. Yeah. And I'm in here like trapped. Um, and that's very much similar with uh, the trans experience yeah. too. It's a lot of times, though a lot of trans people don't actually have dysphoria and they're fine with their bodies. Yeah. And they choose to not have any surgery or take any hormones and they are still just as trans. They just yeah. don't go that route and that's fine. Right. Um, but for me, yeah, I definitely had dysphoria and did not like 
specifically my i mean this is gonna like out me but that's fine i've been like specifically like vague about things so far <laughs> right like, hormones and um <laughs> i mean I, i'm in an educational space i can tell y'all that's fine mm. so um i originally had a chest and i had i was wearing a binder which is like this really compressing um thing that just kind of squishes you um and it's it's uncomfortable to wear for yeah. extended period of time. Like You're really not supposed to wear it for more than like eight hours. Um, and so, yeah, I had dysphoria. And so I would start doing things like either the clothes that I would wear mm -hmm. or like how I would wear them to try to make myself feel more connected to my body. Yeah. Is really what it is. Um, but there's another part too. It's not just dysphoria. It's not just feeling uncomfortable with your body. It's euphoria as well. And that's kind of a new thing <laughs> that a lot of people in trans spaces are talking about is like, let's not just focus on, because again, not every trans person has dysphoria. Exactly. Not every person is uncomfortable with their body. But sometimes we do things that make us euphoric, things that make us just happy. Like what would be seen as cross-dressing could just be mm. someone experimenting and figuring out like, oh, I actually really like wearing this type of clothing that's not usually assigned to someone like me, but I like it. And so now it's mine <laughs> because I'm wearing it. Um, it made chemicals in my brain happy. Right. Hey, I have socks that do that. <laughs> yeah. My narwhal socks are the there shit. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of times it's chasing body euphoria and mm. clothing and just general what makes you feel good rather than focusing on the negative aspect of it. Because mm. it could be a combination. That's of a both. good brain shift. You don't want to yeah. be all negative all the time. Like yeah. it's a good way. Right. And sometimes people have one and not the other. Too. Right. So it's good to have both. It's good to explore both of those things yeah so it's interesting yeah 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 like you were saying i think we have this very i don't know it's almost like body dysmorphia yeah that where was the word. we don't identify with the body at all yeah like it's this foreign thing that we fight like it's like when you were yelling at your knee earlier yeah and was Izzy like, was like, could you are, just fucking stop? What, what are you talking to? It looks like here? she was yelling at like a cat on the ground. Yeah. So I like peeked around. I was like, what are you, who are you talking to? Is there a kitty? And uh, it's like, oh no, it's her knee. <laughs> Why are yeah, you abusing no, my I'm cat? Screaming at my, my leg for being an asshole. And but knee. fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> dysmorphia and dysphoria are definitely yeah. two yeah. different things, but yeah. they, they share a lot. Well, and it's not like we think we look away or like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's like, like we were talking no about where we have no concept of it because yeah. we don't connect with it. Like, I'm very much of the belief, like, you are not your skin. Yeah. This is the car that you're driving. Mine just happens to be a lemon. So. <laughs> that's one way to put it. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And dis that's dysmorphia and dysphoria is more. Wait, did I just mix them up? Yes. No. Dysmorphia is yeah. not. Connecting. Having a concept, not mm -hmm. connecting yeah. with your body. And dysphoria is more like looking at your body, remembering that it looks this way and feeling very uncomfortable about it um, and not, you know, wanting to do something about it necessarily. But right. like just... Well, and we get that dys dysphoric feeling when we're like, you know, when you come down from a good day yeah. and you're like, everything's fine and I feel good and I'm doing my thing. And then it hits and you're like, and here we go again. I'm reminded of this like constant hell that is this thing that I'm stuck inside of. <laughs> And we're like, we have to go through this and we don't want to go through this, but we have to because there's no other choice. So, yeah, yeah, it's like taking that dive and. Yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> that was me last night. I was like, I don't want to do this. I'm so tired. And you didn't sleep. I didn't sleep. Way to go. Yeah, I was up until after two 
And then from there, I was up like every hour. It was oh really gosh. bad. And then I had night sweats because that's my life. It's just night sweats. You're part amphibian. You just haven't realized it yet. And then I'm just like constantly dehydrated. Yeah. So I wake up and I'm like, I lost a liter of fluid last night. Look, you can see sheets. it. It's right there. Yeah. I call them sleep shadows because I will leave an outline <laughs> of myself in sweat. Oh like I soak, soaked. My hair is wet. Yeah, I do it the too. Whole it's fucking. It's I'm so comfortable. It. I hate it. Especially when you're like cold hot. Yeah. You're like, uh, if I put a cover on me at all, I'm going to melt. Yeah. But if I'm out in the open, I'm freezing to death. Well, and it's really frustrating, too, because my poor skin can't handle it. Yeah. So I get those, like, just my skin is upset and angry. Cause Does it get, like, super sensitive to the touch where, like, yeah. Yeah. Really little things, just yeah. like the fabric moving well, across Well, it's, it. it's almost like, you know, the salt in your sweat. It's almost like you've just been, like, scrubbing had someone it. scrubbing yeah. it all uh, night long. <laughs> it's really bad. Hypersensitivity. Yeah. Bodies are stupid, man. Some bodies are stupid. <laughs> bodies are bizarre. <laughs> they are. They're very bizarre. Yeah. No, like working with my massage therapist, there are things where I'm like, why is that connected to that? Like, what? What is that? Yeah. Why is this like this? And again, last time I saw him, he was like, ah, you're just, you're my favorite. I love you're my your, favorite little mystery. And he'll go, I love your body. And I'm like, somebody has to. <laughs> he, he doesn't like you at all, though. He hates the person in it, but the body's really intriguing. <laughs> He's like, God, I have to deal with her, but it's so worth it. I love your body. I'm like, <laughs> you go right ahead and love my body. Somebody should. He's a massage therapist? <laughs> <laughs> Bruise me, daddy. I still have to see him. Yeah, we need to get you scheduled. Yeah, it's true. Be abused. I'll even take you. <laughs> you mean you'll force me to go? Yes. And then watch me suffer, and then yeah, everything will be good. <laughs> Everything will be right in the world. <laughs> Everything is right in the world. Pain. Oh. You will suffer. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's interesting. Yeah. And I think just doing this podcast, I've learned so much about my own psychology and just how intersectional everything really is and how so much of life is like finding differences between us and in reality <laughs> we could all sit down and relate to so many different things which i just find really fascinating because a lot of the time it's hard it's hard to get people to be like yeah really try to relate and be empathetic and understand what people go through yeah it's so fascinating that there's like this perceived vision of what normal is mm -hmm. And everyone compares themselves to it and feels like they're not normal because there really isn't a version of normal. Right. It's like we're all forcing ourselves into this like system that doesn't work for us because nobody is normal. We right. all have little things about us yeah. that make us intersectional and make us like all be able to relate to each other through our weird non-normal experiences. Right. It's fascinating. Yeah. It, it really is. It's so interesting. And the more data comes out, the more we realize like the human condition is about relationships. And if we can build those relationships instead of destroying relationships and preventing relationships, yeah. we'd all be a lot happier. I know. We spend a lot of time alienating ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And others and demonizing people. And it's just, and it's, it's a waste of energy. It is. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. That's fair. I'm like yeah. hating people is a waste of energy. Right. Is there anything else on the paper that's any good? Or did we Jar chronic pain piece? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. We are we are about the pain here. We are. Oh, no pain, no gain. 
No pain, no podcast. <laughs> yeah, actually. No socks, no shoes. No shirt. No, no service. service. <laughs> <laughs> I tried explaining that to the kids earlier because they wanted to go in like barefoot. And I was like, guys, you have to wear shoes. Like, why? Because it's what's expected of you and it's going to hurt if you don't. <laughs> it was mainly Rory. He's in a mood. I'm not wearing shoes. <laughs> shoes are stupid. And then we went shopping and he was adorable. He was he was very excited to pick out clothes. Aww. He's like, oh, Dad, we gotta go find swim shorts. And then he found these white ones with red lining and he's like, these are the best thing ever. It's like, cool. <laughs> but we couldn't get it because it didn't have a tag. So we had to get purple Aww. ones. He was Did he cool like the purple ones? Yeah. Okay, he, he's, he accepted it. I was like, good job. He's so flexible. like Literally. and uh, yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> yes. But yeah, no, he again exposure is so huge yeah. yeah and they've had access to information their whole lives and you've well, done the scaffolding yeah it's true yeah the kids are so good about it too yeah they pick it up quick they do and they make it so natural it gives me hope for the future yeah. <laughs> well and it's incredible when i worked in elementary school the things that they would say like kids say the most incredible things where they're just like we're all the same we just like these are the differences, but they don't mean anything. And you're like, why can't we keep that when we grow up? No, we got to beat it out of them. It's just corrupt it. Yeah. Yeah. They're so loving. Chronic and pain. Ruin it. Yeah. Do you have it? Because I have it. I do have <laughs> it. I've got a terrible back. Same. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I could accident, I could list any right? body part and no. you'd be like, same. Do you have elbow problems? Yeah. Because I have perfect elbows. Oh, okay. Well... Fine. They yes. are like perfect. a bitch. I'm ignoring you now. Yes, it was from an accident. Elbows are stupid. My I'll be in the corner. Lower back pain is sometimes so terrible that I can't like get up. Mm. It's like, oh, I guess I, I need to lay down flat on my back wherever I am, even if it's on the floor, and I need heat. And heat is the only thing that works. Mm. Um and that was from a car accident. Someone ran a red light and hit me and bailed. Oh. And they found him. Oh, good. Um, trying to ditch his car. With no at, insurance, he was, I'm sure. Yeah, he had no insurance. Mm. I had insurance, but I didn't have uninsured motorist coverage. Even though it's Ugh. technically supposed to be like free for you in Colorado. Yeah. Or right. it was at the time. I think now it's a little, you have to pay a little for it. Um, but I had opted out of it because they threw that that waiver in with like a lot of other paperwork I needed to sign. Yeah. So I just signed it and didn't Shit. read it, which I should have read it, always read things. That. But yeah, they didn't tell me. So I signed sign that away and basically i didn't get any money out of that mm. um they the, the cop found out that i was poor and he was poor and showed up to me in the hospital getting like blood cleaned off of my yeah. head and was just like um no yeah so he's a thug and you're not gonna get any money out of this and nothing's gonna come of this and he he put his hand on his like gun and he was like you might as well just like end it now. And the lady cleaning my head just stared at me and stared at him and was just like, what did he just say? Um, that was a whole. Pardon me, sir? Yeah. What? Yeah. He wasn't wearing his badge or I totally would have reported him. Holy shit. Um, well, and they I've do that like intimidation thing where mm -hmm. they're like, I don't want to do my job. So I'm going to talk you out of filing the thingy because yep. that would make me have to do my job. And I don't. Yeah, it was it was so bizarre. So, yeah, my, my car was totaled and my back's permanently fucked. Um, and then I uh, work myself to death. So yeah. my wrist is messed up from 
um, drawing. drawing and like applying a lot of pressure to things while I'm drawing. Yeah. Um, so it started out as just my wrist and then it was my wrist and my elbow. And now it's kind of just my whole right arm sometimes has like weird numbness and tingling and like sciatica type symptoms. Um, so that's fun. That's a good way to put that, actually. Sciatica yeah. of the arm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sciatica of the arm. Yeah. Have they looked at your back? Like, have you ever had any imaging done and see? I did, yeah, because I was convinced for the longest time that I had, like, whatever pain was happening was because of bone like stuff. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was a disc. Because I've got a bad back anyway. You know, my, my dad has a terrible back um, and has had a lot of issues with it. Mm -hmm. So I, I already knew that was coming. Um, so they did an x-ray, and they were like, well, you're probably going to have early arthritis, um, but there's nothing wrong with it right now. And I was like, okay, mm. cool. So they'll be, it'll be worse. Um, but yeah, it, was, it wasn't that. It's apparently something muscular. Have you done massage for it? Um, I have. And the one experience I had with massage was so bad. It like oh. messed it up and it was so bad. I couldn't get out of bed for like three days. Oh Oof. my God. Um, it was so painful. It's like, can't sleep, excruciating, oh. in tears, pain. Just staring at the ceiling. A chiropractor messed me up one time. She yeah. fucked my ribs. She busted up a bunch of cartilage. And I like, I couldn't use my arm. Because you know that like immediate pain? Yeah. Where, oh, it just mm. shoots through mm. you. Yep. Yeah. That sharp, sharp, just like, oh, You're and now like, I freeze. Something stabbed me. Yeah. Someone is stabbing me. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, man. It's terrible. So, yeah, I don't trust massage anymore. See, we need to get you in to see daddy, too. <laughs> <laughs> You got to take a painkiller before you go, though. <laughs> Those are the rules. You have to be dead inside. Yeah. You Check. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Next step. Yeah. God. How long have you been dealing with that? Uh, my car accident was in 2013. Oh, wow. So, yeah, because I had to work after the car accident. I had to work many jobs to be able to afford the hospital bills and uh all the fees for like getting my car towed having the insurance not being able to come look at it and i had to like it's a whole process so that was very expensive and then also like saving up to get a new car yeah um because i worked very far from where i lived and it was like i need to have a car to be able to get to work so i had to take up three new jobs I had four jobs at that time to save up for that car and i think that car was a 2013 so yeah it was 2013 wow that's eight years of pain yeah and they won't they don't have any idea how to help you. Not really. No, I was in physical therapy for a hmm. year and a half. And Did it, it help was, at all? No. Because I've, I've never had good experiences with The best part physical of physical therapy, therapy is that she had a giant heat pad and she could Ooh. put that on my back and it was just like, cool, now I can do things today. That was the best part. I've only have had you? one good experience in PT. And it was one that we had to leave for whatever reason. Insurance, I think. Oh. It was down on Hamden. Oh, I do remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was in that, like, that same plaza, like, Buckley, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really nice. Like, oh. they had tens. They would do massage. You would do, they had that all of the That was going to be my next question. Have you tried, like, tens for it? Mm -hmm. Tens is, I, <laughs> when sciatica was really bad, I used to just turn it up. Yeah. And numb out the whole area. <laughs> I was like, it can't hurt if I can't feel anything. <laughs> That's what the surgery is for. Just electrocute myself until you it get goes away. Right. <laughs> yeah, they tried all sorts of stuff. It's just. See, I was wondering if it was like swelling, like arachnoiditis. Because that's what I have major problems yeah. with. Hmm. Like the, the spinal cord, there's scar tissue from the surgery. 
and it mm. it rubs against the dura like the the lining of the spinal cord and it starts swelling which causes more scar tissue which oh. causes more swelling yeah uh. it's like constant inflammation yeah. and compression it's mm. fun it's not good yeah i'm not sure what it is they never really got diagnosed it's just like and they never really knew where it was either right um i just, just know what i can't do with myself i have to recognize so when I, start. I know that i can't reach out far and lift something mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. specifically is like nope game over i tried to do that with my cat the other day and i had to again i just was like i screamed out in pain i laid oh. down and it was just like i'm frozen i can't breathe i can't move i gotta like breathe very shallowly otherwise yep. i'm gonna like yep. explode it was awful um and then yeah if i start feeling it if i've been sitting down for too long then i have to stand up and stretch and stop working and i don't know i just have to notice the symptoms and pay yeah. attention to it because i have no idea what it is <laughs> being mindful all the time yeah yeah are they good about pain management though? Um, Is anybody helping you with pain management? No, not really. They kind of threw some things at me and we tried stuff and nothing worked. So I was like, all right, well, good luck. Oh my God. <laughs> That's so frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Right? Like I remember the hunt we tried. Yeah. yeah. I would suggest things. They tried yeah, things yeah. like cyclos and everything. Mm -hmm. and nothing helped. Yeah. They gave me cyclos to the point where I like, was having like weird visions <laughs> you were becoming a prophet <laughs> prophet of the back i wish no i remember Muscle relaxer prophet yeah i was like in the shower and all of a sudden i looked at my hand my hand had like turned to water and i was just like my back still hurts <laughs> ow <laughs> damn it water hands my back hurts you were the avatar for a second your back still hurt it still hurt nothing helps nothing fixes this so oh i don't know worst yeah yeah well that's great that's how i feel about my hips now because my right one has started to uh subluxing again i'm like shit i got both of them done within nine months yeah <laughs> it's just now a year old i mean i broke mine before <laughs> like mine's jacked up right now yeah yours is only what like four months old yeah and I'm going to have to go in and the process is going to be going do a meeting with them, which takes like an hour. Then they'll say, well, you need imaging. <laughs> I hate that. They'll Why do an x-ray. do the imaging first? And you then, know you need imaging. Order it beforehand so that we can have the images at the appointment. They'll do an in-house x-ray. They'll tell me to go to an MRI next month. Mm -hmm. And then two weeks after that, if I'm lucky, they'll see me. And then we can start planning some sort of rep repairing. Or they might suggest more PT, which I really don't want to do. Yeah, but you have to play the game. Do it all in order. Yeah. Or they hate you. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Yep. That'll be fun. Yeah. So frustrating. I just hate like the, it has to be a finesse to like navigate the medical system. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and that you go in blind. Yeah. No one like teaches you growing up or, and it, you know, you have to fuck up a bunch and realize that you need to do things. Yeah. Well, and then, realize that nobody's going to do what you need them to do without your direct instruction mm -hmm. and then being able to like take charge of your care <laughs> without sounding like a webmd or exactly being able to be like this could be the thing there's a lot of right. like subtlety that goes into it it's and i don't think a lot game. of people yeah it exactly is. i don't think people understand how much subtlety there is to it for people who have to navigate it on the regular <laughs> Oh my god, I have a plan every time I go in. Like just now, that was the plan that I have to get to see what's wrong with my hip. Mm -hmm. And I have to follow, you know, step yeah. by step because I know it's going to happen it's and tough. I swear they're going to make me do PT, but well, that's a step in the it's like we got to eliminate what we're doing muscular for the 
internal adhesions now yeah. SPT. So we'll see if that's it even work, a thing. <laughs> but it could also not. I know, but it could. And she's going to have her hands inside of me. Bum, bum, bum. You know, the chances of a corgi <laughs> killing you are low, but they're never zero. It's <laughs> a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep that in mind. Huh. <laughs> huh. I will. Thank you. <laughs> Interesting tidbit. It's it's how yeah. you keep yourself optimistic. Corgis might kill you. <laughs> what? Well, it, it means that there's a chance that the impossible could happen, right? Right? That's optimistic, right? Yeah, corgi death. That's what? that's the way we go. Corgi I death. Want, that's where I want to go, yeah. Murdered by a corgi assassin. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. With an assassin? Like, it would have to be. A ninja corgi. Well, ninjas are kind of old school. Now we need, to, I need I'm going to draw the ninja corgi. A ninja corgi? Yeah. Love this. <laughs> the assassin corgi. <laughs> and just put on there, the chances of being killed by a corgi are never zero. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. Totally. Do you want to do questions? Yeah. Since I have questions. Yes, yes. And River didn't respond to me. Let's do it. So give some background real quick. I have a nephew who has recently decided or realized that they're trans. And we we asked him about if he had any questions, and he gave up with some lame questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, poor they're baby. not lame. I, they were actually really good. I just want to give him shit because I, I asked I asked two weeks in advance, and he said, "Yeah, I'll do it. I'll text you some questions." And then the day of when we did the original <laughs> one, yeah, he was like, "Oh fuck, sorry, I completely spaced." <laughs> uh, I mean, probably just the basic ones. <laughs> Way to go, overachiever. <laughs> and then he had the one good one at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we covered a lot of this. Like, when did you realize you were trans? Yeah. That's more of the journey. Mm-hmm. Discovery. Yeah. Uh, did you feel guilty about it or deny anything? That is interesting. Oh, I, yeah. Like, did you have a denial phase? Um, I denied it with certain people. Yeah. I just didn't, didn't tell Well, because it's not safe with, yeah. 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 Specifically with family. Um, That wasn't good for a while. And... Um, I don't know. I didn't deny it. It was more just like I thought I was okay at a certain point. Yeah. Um, like just changing my pronouns. I thought that would be okay. And then it was like, eh, no, actually, I kind of need and want this next step too. Mm-hmm. I want right. to go. I want to do more. So. There you yeah. Go. I actually know. I did deny. I think I mentioned this already earlier, but like in high school, I was very much like, all right, I'm gonna hyper lean into like. Oh yeah. Whatever One I can, yeah, yeah. I'm not like I'm just gonna like super lean into this because that's what I'm. I've been told I am, and so I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try real hard to be what everyone wants me to be, <laughs> and it didn't work. Right. So, fair. Um, how long did the realization sit with you? We went over that. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh wait. Hold up. Ask if they fucked up their own pronouns, like when they were getting used to going by them. Oh, absolutely. I still do. <laughs> so for right. everyone out there who's like, I don't get they them pronouns it's too hard i'm gonna mess it up i mess it up for myself i mess it up and then i feel really bad don't you don't just mess it up you find (laughs) every other pronoun gambit and my brain panics by process of elimination you're like it has to be this last one fuck fuck (laughs) panic 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 (laughs) well i'm I'm getting more and more used to it because we talked about how something something deep-seated like they them feels rude right yeah don't know why that is but that's it's like not calling you Mr. or Mrs. when you're a kid. It's yeah. like there's a feeling that we have, like a gut reaction. Right, like to, just disrespectful. Like, yeah. 
I get it. I understand yeah, it. It's and weird. I don't know where it comes from. So now I'm like, I had to sit with that for a little while and I still don't know what it is or why, but I can like identify it and be yeah. like, no, you feel that way, but that's not, that's not it. You're not being rude. <laughs> that's not it. Right. Yeah. Not rude. It's okay. That's what I'm, that's what I'm asking for. Right. <laughs> you asked for this. <laughs> yeah. This is what I want. Thank you. <laughs> Take more of it. Okay. Fine. That's great. <laughs> All my respect and love. Fine. Keep it coming. <laughs> I don't care. Showered with praise. You can't do that with Busy. Busy gets mad at you and hits you when you start praising them. It's true. I'm violent. <laughs> you can tell. Look at this face. This round, <laughs> oval, round face. Remember we talked about the con face? I didn't go to those willingly. That's <laughs> true. Dragged this is my booth, babe. <laughs> not by choice. I was dressed up in a bunny outfit. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, not that I wouldn't. I'd wear a bunny outfit. If you would. People. It'd be so cute, too. It'd be perfect. Yeah. We were planning on doing a, a bee and puppy cat one we one year. We still should. That'd be fantastic. I would do bee in a heartbeat. Did I tell you that That's I got great. to meet Natasha Allegri at my NYC? Really? Yeah. Like, I walk. It was another one of those, like, I walk up to a table, and I'm just looking at the art, and I'm like, man, this art is cute. Looks down looks at the art looks down looks at the art and i'm just like ah. and then i immediately shut down and was like bright red face and like can't talk and yeah oh she's God. just like okay no i've done that remember there was that video game i don't know if you remember but she's very sweet there was a game that i was into yes, and the developers yeah. were there and i like it was um avoiding their booth i was like one shot yeah i yeah. really wanted to meet them and then i met them and i was like hey game good great yeah love game. you did you did good job it's so intense fun. man i was really excited about them being there too it's so fun meeting people that you like and <laughs> and they were so shutting sweet. down <laughs> and sh i think that, would be, pile of mush. that yeah. would be me if i ever met like jensen and jared oh yeah that's how i would feel who are those people <laughs> they're from a jensen show ackles and jared Padalecki. oh 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 yes i know that one yeah as i remember Anisha i said i was Collins. on tumblr and like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know all about them ah uh, yes <laughs> those fuckers those <laughs> <laughs> I just They're know the, the names. Best humans. They're just good people. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they started um, always keep fighting, which I absolutely love. It was a com campaign um, that benefited to write love on her arms, mm. which um, is like anti self harm mm. essentially. Um, and then that turned into this like huge community that the supernatural community put together um training people to be like suicide prevention basically which was really really cool so they like developed and set up this whole thing within this community they're just really cool people and the fan base has always been really cool so and if you met them you would die yes and just turn into a puddle uh, that would be how that would work <laughs> you're like i jen survives it she's met Bye. a couple famous people and she never reacts she's just stone cold like uh, Jason David Frank, the Green Power Ranger, mm, yeah, yeah, called my son a fucking baby, like a doll. Like he's like, is that real? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's that's my baby. He's <laughs> legit. <laughs> I made him. And she I was. It was while she was in line to go meet La Lamar Burton. Oh really? I believe so. Yeah, and she was just waiting there on the sidelines, and he just walked up, and Jen's just meh. I won't react. I know exactly who you are, but you're not getting anything out of me. That's, That's so cool. good. I don't know how she does it. Right. That's magic. Like, uh, controlling your emotions. No. How do how? <laughs> she doesn't have them. That's how <laughs> we know your secret, Jen. Oh, see, now I have to ask, do you have an internal monologue? Oh yeah. 
like at what point in time <laughs> at all like in your brain does you do you do you talk to yourself in your brain mm, no it's usually out loud <laughs> it's like there's some people who can process it like verbally in their heads versus like feelings and images like i hear a voice yeah i talk to myself in my head all the time but i'm also visual yeah so i can do both jen doesn't really hear a voice in her head at all Hmm. She and has, neither does my husband. She has feelings, and then she has to think about the feelings, and then she can articulate what she wants to say. So you're asking, like, how do my thoughts form? Yeah. In what shape do they form? Oh, I guess it is more visual. I never really thought about it that much. Um, it's more visual, and I more like play out scenarios in my head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess I don't really. I, if I want to talk to myself, I have to like sit down in like journal mode and be like, okay, how do I feel about this? How do I, and like actively turn mm-hmm. that on. I don't just have it. That's so interesting. My brain won't shut up. Mine either. It says horrible things to me all the time. Break your finger. Stab the Q-tip into your brain. <laughs> it's like, thanks brain. Make gotcha. it touch your brain. <laughs> yeah. Well, and my brain is just like filled with spaghetti everything's connected to everything else mm-hmm. and i don't and my my brain usually moves too quickly for my mouth to keep up mm, yeah mine does that too. <laughs> so i'm like way ahead of myself in the thought process yeah. before i'm saying the thing and then i get mixed up because i'm trying to say this and this at the same time <laughs> yeah or it's like my brain's up here and i'm back here and it's like wait did i already say this part or yeah. back here like where, where am i in the timeline of I my thought tree <laughs> yes yeah but Something yeah no, my the brain timeline. doesn't stop talking ever it's like constant yeah constant it's weird to think about like some people do and some people just don't well and that's what i wonder about when we talk about like Mm self-talk how does that work for people who don't have that emotional internal monologue they've got to train themselves to have positive emotions see and that's so interesting because like with self-talk you can like consciously catch it and be like that was an unkind thought right and then go back and be like i didn't deserve that thing that i said to myself but when you don't say things to yourself how does that work jen usually she'll get frustrated with herself like she'll she'll feel mad and angry See, at I herself about things yeah and then she would have to catch then <laughs> that is that's a lot harder i think yeah to catch the feeling and then just well and that's why i wonder like if that changes how they like manage their emotions yeah because for my husband he has to like see it see the emotion reflected in someone else before you can like process it yeah very weird whereas like i have to sit down and like talk to myself to pull things apart yeah or i and i like think out loud too like i will verbally jen physically cannot do that she can't she cannot think and say things at the same time yeah like I, we used to get in fights because they'd be like, "Can you just tell me what you're thinking? I need to know what's going on with you. Please check in." She's like, "I don't, I don't know what I'm thinking. I have to think about it, and then I'll get back to you." <laughs> I'd be like, "Just, just, just say what you're thinking." She cannot. Huh. She cannot do it. Thinking about how you're thinking. It's very meta. Metacognition. Yeah. yeah. That's what that's yeah. called. We're just a little bit meta here. It's just, it's interesting to me. It's, yeah. I find it just so fascinating. Right. how differently we communicate with ourselves and like internal systems mm-hmm. yeah interesting right huh yeah sorry that was a tangent but was I, a tangent. I needed to know i was very curious yeah like i need to ask everyone in my life because i'm very curious now because <laughs> i have been with my husband for like 11 years and i didn't know he didn't have an internal monologue <laughs> until mm. very recently yep 
And I was like, oh my god, that makes a lot of sense out of all of these things. Yeah, well, knowing it helps you relate to that person yeah. better, too. And yeah, mm-hmm. and you know how to talk to them because exactly. you know how they talk to themselves. That's right. why when Jen was on the podcast, I refused to talk. Mm-hmm. Because so I don't want to throw her thought. thought at all. Like, yeah. oh yeah, let her finish it completely and then talk. Because I didn't want to throw her off at all. Or like how I have to like reword things right. differently. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Brains are weird. Brains, bodies, they're just Brains, like spot. The funky whole thing. little meat robots. Exactly. The meat mech. Yeah. The meat mech. My meat mech is broken. <laughs> I mean, it's it, there are pluses to having EDS. There are good things that happen, like not aging as much. Yeah. Or being able to like have special strength, <laughs> like being abnormally strong <laughs> with things. Well, that's a blessing and a curse. It though. is because I yeah. hurt myself a yeah. lot by doing things. Yeah. But yeah, it's like not having a limiter. You know, like it right. hurts and you're like, oh, let's keep going through it. Well, and that's exactly it. like it's very it anime. Of changes. You. <laughs> that's how I see yeah. it. That's how I've always related that thought is there's no limit. <laughs> it's because pain's not a deterrent for us. And the it's not how... an incentive either. Though let's right. just <laughs> let's get that out there. It's not. No, no, it's not. But like that's why we recover from surgery so quickly. Mm. Is because we get up and moving faster than other people would, or should, or should, <laughs> that too. But yeah, yeah, EDS is just interesting. It's all interesting. It is, and it's fun to get to know other people's perspectives and experiences. Yeah. So yeah, very cool. It's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> should we end it there? No. No. Not yet. <laughs> that's the first time that's ever happened. I cut you off. I have one more I was more like, you thought. were quiet and I was waiting. Uh, well, I was, I'm thinking about how to word it because it could be really negative. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready for you to fuck Makes up. Makes intense eye contact. Great. This is great. I love everything about this. I'm not feeling uncomfortable at all. I'm glad. It'd be, I'd feel terrible if you felt uncomfortable. Would you? Would you? Yeah. Okay, good. good. Okay, good. <laughs> I feel dead inside now now well okay. <laughs> as opposed to yeah. actively um <laughs> have you been diagnosed with anything as far as mental illnesses go oh yes it's anything interesting word. I, I was just thinking about your question because you that the lead up to that was so intense i was like oh i could see why he was like struggling with wording that i guess right because i could be like are you mentally ill yes what's wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> we can smell it on you we can smell I said that in front of my mom the other day and she was like, you're mentally ill and was like very confused. And I was just like, yes, I have anxiety and depression. Okay. Um, Last time I was, yeah, they always give me that form at the doctor's office and you fill it out and it's like, yep, got a big score. And they're like, do you want to do something about that? And you're like, nah, I'm busy. And they're like, I've got a life. (laughs) This sounds all too familiar. It really does. Uh, It's. I mean, and you should. It's not to like downplay it. You should take care of yourself. Right. But like, I've found systems that work for me, and I haven't found a med that works for me. That's good. Every time I get on on an anti-anxiety medication, since all of my jobs are all so self-motivated, mm-hmm. I lose that self-motivation. Oh. And so then it's like, I do absolutely nothing. And yeah. then I have to get off the med. And then I like the, the anxiety and panic spike, not yeah. just because the med is gone, but because I haven't been doing things like a reasonable, a, a reason for anxiety is there now. And it's just like, it's terrible. So I haven't found anything that works. So I haven't. Well, like you said, it. you have systems. Yeah. I just have systems where I like <laughs> anyone who has anxiety or depression or a mental illness, uh, cover your ears. I make lists. 
<laughs> it actually helps me. I'm one of those few people that it actually works. I have to just like know what I need to do and then I can look at that list and say like, what do I have the spoons to do right now? What sounds fun right now? Do I need a no brain activity? Okay, right. I'll pack Etsy orders. Do I need a high brain activity? Okay, I will figure out how to do this thing in Photoshop. I'll learn, I'll teach myself a thing. Yeah. So you can figure out different, you know, you can like- Do you have ADHD uh, by chance? That, I don't know, but I might. I always see those memes that Same are like boat. ADHD. Well, and I was like- And it's like, oh shit, I fit all that. Yeah. The, Especially like the external processing is really big because ADHD impacts your um, executive, executive functions. functions. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So when your executive function doesn't work, pulling it out and making it physical, mm -hmm. that's a pretty common trick. And that's actually a ADHD. really good. Yeah. And it's a really good. That's a good uh, way coping to do skill. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Possibly. Well, and especially because ADHD can play into anxiety and mm -hmm. depression. And because like nothing's worked and if it takes your motivation away, mm -hmm. that sounds to me like you need that external motivator. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, Nate, that might be something to look into. What about you, right. Karina? What, what mental illnesses do you have? We've never really talked about I know. it. Oh, yeah. We've just said that we're mentally ill. Right. Well, I have anxiety and depression. Um, You're a millennial. Yeah. <laughs> I exist on planet economy? Earth today. <laughs> I love that I'm living so and breathing. So I have anxiety and depression. <laughs> Um, and I have CPTSD and ADHD. Okay. What you? is the difference? Can I ask real quick? What is the difference between CPTSD and PTSD? So CPTSD, and I only learned this this past year, um, is complex PTSD. Oh. So essentially it means that instead of like one big trauma, you have multiple yeah. throughout mm -hmm. the timeline that have impacted like how you function and how you think oh yeah and for me a lot of that is like runaway brain mm. which is why and i've been learning a lot about this just processing by myself um i don't like being without a car which because you need to be able to i need yeah, to be able yeah. to like get up and go yeah, i don't like having too many belongings because my brain's like i i i want to have just enough stuff that means something to me that i could grab it and go so like runaway brain still plays a huge role in my thought processes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that would be like that PT, the CPTSD gotcha. piece, which is a fun time. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, Chris, <laughs> what about you? Yeah. Oh me, oh boy. <laughs> well, I have anxiety. I have high functioning anxiety because I'm just a little bit better than you guys. <laughs> Depression. Uh, PTSD, which could be CPS, PTSD, we haven't gotten into it. We yeah. just know it's PTSD. Yeah. Um, what else? There was another one before. I have bipolar one, which makes me real fun. <laughs> like manic me is not fun. Yeah, or he's you, really fun. Well, he likes to hurt you. Yo, <laughs> that guy. Yeah. But he gets shit done. Clean house, hurt body. You don't like him. No. <laughs> but he's so convincing. Yeah. <laughs> Productive. <laughs> he is. It hasn't like shut off since I've been on the meds though. Like I haven't lost that drive, which has been good. I just don't have the manic drive. Right. Mm. The the need to do things now and all of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it it's a weird feeling. Being manic sucks. Except for the manic highs. Those are overwhelmingly great. <laughs> I feel like that would emotionally mess with you too. Like, oh, it, it does. Tie in with the others. And, and then you go from one to the be, other. Yeah. You yeah. just have like that post high depression all the time. Yeah. Without 
being able to control the high or the low well, itself. Your, mm-hmm. your poor brain is so depleted one way or the other. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, ADHD. I might. I might. Yeah, I think. I'm, I have it listed as a thing I have. So yeah. it's interesting because we were talking about this earlier because our spouses have very similar yeah they just they think similarly yeah um and both have adhd and my husband has a hard time believing i have adhd because i'm like polar opposite to him yeah but we're just on separate ends of the spectrum spectrum yeah and it plays out differently in different people too so yeah yeah it's interesting my executive functioning is garbage mine's not (laughs) i know you're you're like on top of stuff i don't know how and i just am not you know, I, I was trying to think about it earlier when I was thinking about that conversation. Like, I can function. I think I've just taught myself how yeah. to. Yeah. Like, out of necessity. Yeah. Because I used to make lists. That was my, my go-to. Mm-hmm. And then that just you stopped You still working. make lists. Well, that's true. <laughs> but only for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I got to get everything ready for the podcast yeah. in my head. Well, and you're very careful about organizing things. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. And like how it's organized and what goes where every time. Everything has a home. Yeah. And you build like I'm a routine. A gremlin who doesn't believe me. <laughs> I've married a gremlin who will get home from work, change in the bathroom, and then go straight to eating food in the bed. <laughs> I feel a little called out. <laughs> I'm siblings with a monster. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, she is the polar opposite of me. So, yeah. yeah. It's just interesting. Yeah. Because you're like, you look at these conditions and (laughs) you don't present the same way at all. At all. But it can make you feel in like, like you're not valid. Right. Oh, yeah. In that space. That's why I keep saying. You keep saying neuro adjacent. Yeah, I'm neuro adjacent. I'm not neurodivergent. (laughs) I'm just a little bit off. A little Jason. Mm. You know. Yeah. Because I'm just a little bit better than everybody. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little more denial. Hey, I need it. <laughs> <laughs> now we can end it. Yeah. Unless gonna, you don't want to end, end it. end it? It's ending. Unless you guys want to keep going. I, don't, <laughs> I think we covered everything. Yeah. Did we? I think so. We've we've solved pain. We saw it's done. <laughs> I we figured it out. Pain. Yes. I do want to say that I mean I'm not on all of your platforms. I'm mostly on YouTube. But if people have questions for trans people, I can try my best to answer any questions you have. Like no judgment. Um, it's good. Again, it's good to talk to people about yeah. this kind of stuff. If you have questions, I'd much rather you know than not know. So you make all of our lives easier in the long run and yours. So if you have questions, um, leave them on. Please try to leave them on YouTube if you can, and if not, um, well, I can link all your stuff too. Oh, can you? Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll link all your art stuff and cool. Yeah, well, and contacts. it would be cool. Just to send like, me a message, then we can chat. Yeah, have an excuse to have you back. Yeah, if you leave questions on <laughs> on YouTube, content. No, that's true. We could just do a video for it. Right. We'll do follow ups. I can also just answer you. So like, we also just <laughs> yeah. like having you me. here. So both. it's cool. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say that. Uh. I was going to be the sweetheart. You've ruined my life. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. I will leave. Good. This is my podcast now. You should sign off first, though. But it's not my podcast anymore. Oh. It's not mine either. Bye, everybody. It's all busy now. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. And thank you for being here. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.
Man, if only I could, John, I could pop mine too. <laughs> what? You're gonna get it stuck. Uh, yeah. It's my goal. Ah. Gonna need someone to punch me in the jaw to close. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not putting my hand inside your mouth. I didn't ask you to. <laughs> Just assuming I want your fingers in my mouth. <laughs> I can live with my jaw stuck open. <laughs> there are just some things that I don't need help with. We'll do the popsicle stick trick. Mm. 